The Tennis Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers. You can win 100 times your money. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 with just one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN. Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, NBA action is back, and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamepodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. And welcome, everybody, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is currently Saturday evening, October 28th, and I'm your host, as always, Scott Reichel, once again, going solo for this pod. Should be a short episode, only two matches to talk about, because it is final time in Basel and in Vienna. So we're going to talk about each of those finals, and then we're going to get into the lock and dog picks at the end of the show. Before we get into any of that, I have to recap what happened in the last episode, starting off with the lock and dog picks. Overall was decent, ended up splitting. We won the lock and we lost the dog for the lock. Ended up having Medvedev and Sissipas over 22 and a half games that got there. Match went the way that I thought it would based on the previous history. I thought Medvedev would win, but I thought it would be competitive and you'd probably have at least one set with a 7-5 or a 7-6. So we took the over and that's what happened. Medvedev won straight sets, but Sissipas hung around as the match ended up landing 23. So it went over barely, but still ends up counting all the same. So nice winner there. For the dog ended up losing, we took the over two and a half sets in the Rune and Felix match at plus 130. Didn't get there as Felix ended up burying Rune. 6-3-6-2. No regrets there. It was a pretty unpredictable match going in, and then we ended up seeing Rune look like garbage, and you saw Felix look sharp. So simply put, ended up splitting, and we'll look for a sweep here on the uh, matches for Sunday. But for the actual uh, recap or just overall analysis of the semifinal matches, we ended up picking the three sides that we had correctly. The issue with that is we took the favorites in every single match, so it's not exactly a worthy pat on the back, but still. Uh, the only exception was the Rune-Felix match, which we did not even take a side on because we didn't want to bother. Instead, we just took the over instead, which did not get there. But for for the uh, first match in Basel, we had Hurtcatch winning against Umbear. However, we did lean to the Hurtcatch minus one F sets angle at a pretty decent plus money price. Won the first set, got broken in the second set, and then eventually won in a tie break in the third set. So I ended up getting the actual lean for a betting pick wrong there. As for the other match, though, in Vienna, did end up getting that side right. We did have Sinner minus one and a half sets against Rublev. Not easy, as he did win 7-5-7-6, but that was a pretty decent plus money price as well. So overall, good episode when you factor in all of the leans and picks from the matches, but we'll look once again for a sweep here on the Sunday matches. But for the overall takeaways, once again, Sinner should have won more easily. He was down a break early in the first set, came back, and then ended up seeing Sinner have to serve it out on a couple of occasions in the second set, and he choked it both times, and then he eventually ended up winning via tiebreak. So he definitely made it difficult on himself, but Rublev was really angry for a lot of the match. It's why we thought Sinner would eventually beat him. It's because we thought Rublev would just self-destruct emotionally, and he did. You ended up seeing the... 
Uh, I'm actually not sure if I misspoke there. I think Sinner actually tried to serve it out once, and he failed. They said twice. But the point is, he had a shot to serve it out, did not do it, and then he eventually won the breaker. But Rublev was constantly annoyed, and it seemed like Sinner was just hitting all the spots he needed to. He was pushing Rublev around the court, and at the end of the day, Sinner did enough in order to overpower Rublev in route to a win. So overall, nice job by Sinner, who is once again looking for another title as he has a shot to beat Medvedev again. You might remember he beat Medvedev in a final a couple of weeks ago, if not a month ago or so, and he's going to try to do the same thing here on Sunday. And once again, as for the Basel matches, really not much to say. Her catch is the better player, but Umber has definitely shown a solid rise in his level over the last month. And Rune has a lot of work cut out for him, but at least he made it to a semi after being unable to win matches for a couple of months. And Felix Good for him, simply put. It's in a spot that he's familiar with because he did win the final here. Last year, he won the title, so he's going for his back-to-back. But the point is, Felix had a really, really rough year, and it does seem like he's trying to salvage it before the end of the actual calendar year. So good for him. And we'll see if he can actually win a title in Basel again on Sunday. But for the actual match previews, we're going to start off with the uh, first match taking place in Vienna. So we're going to start off with the Sinner and Medvedev match. And Medvedev is a slight favorite here at minus 145. You have Sinner at plus 125. You have the spread being Medvedev minus one and a half games at minus 112. Sinner plus one and a half is minus 108. The over-under in games is 23. The over is minus 103. The under is minus 117. If you want to go for the actual reduced total, you can get 22 at minus 145 on the over, and the under is plus 115. If you want to go for set wagering, Medvedev in straight sets is plus 180, and Sinner in straight sets is plus 260. And if you want to go for the match to go to three sets, you can get that at plus 125. So simply put, I think it's going to be a long match. Now, they faced off once again a couple of weeks ago, and we saw Sinner end up winning. He finally beat Medvedev for the first time. He was 0-6 in his career, and then he finally exercised the Demons, and he won in Beijing. So we'll see if Sinner kind of has some added confidence in this matchup because he finally beat his boogeyman a couple of weeks ago, and Sinner has looked like the sharper player so far in this event. Now, Medvedev has looked fine, but it's not exactly been the easiest uh, matches for him because he ended up having to go to three sets against Dimitrov, three sets against Kashanov, and then ended up having a two-set battle with Sissipas, where Sinner has been rolling. He has not dropped a single set, ended up going to a breaker on two occasions against Shelton in the first set of the event and against Rublev in the last set of the semifinal. But he's been rolling, and he has beaten some good players. Beat Shelton, beat Sonigo, beat Tiafo, beat Rublev. Solid list of guys. I know I said in the last episode Tiafo's the win against Tiafo is overrated because Tiafo has been abysmal for the last month and change. But still a nice group of straight set wins there, and we'll see if Sinner can get the job done. For the actual value, it's on Sinner. Simply put, I don't see much value on Medvedev at minus 145 since Sinner has looked like the more comfortable player on the Vienna courts. I like the over in general, even with Sinner playing like an absolute madman in Beijing, that match still went to two tie breaks. So Medvedev was definitely capable of battling with Sinner, even when Sinner was having his A game. And I think you're going to see a similar story here. I think you're going to see a longer match. 
I think it might go three, but I do think the value is obviously on center since he has not dropped a set in the event and Medvedev has been struggling to actually win in straight sets and to win in general. The Sitsipas match might not have been in doubt for the actual result, but the point is when you go to a tiebreaker and it ends up being 8-6 in the breaker, you are in danger of losing the actual set, and at that point, you can have... A bunch of things happen in the third set, which can result in an upset loss. But the point is, I do think that Sinner has looked sharper on the actual courts here. And I think because of that, there is some value. But I am going to go with the over as well at 23 or 22. I don't really mind maybe over two and a half sets as well. But we saw in the last match in Beijing, both both sets went to tie breaks. So I do think, once again, over two and a half sets could result in a heartbreaker if you have two long sets, but the same guy wins both sets. So for me, I'm just going to go with the total in this one. I'm just going to go with the games. I'll go with the over. I'm going to lean to center, but I do think that you're looking at what should be a very, very fun final taking place on Sunday morning. Now, moving on to the next match, you have a much worse matchup in the final because Medvedev and center are top four guys in the world, and then you end up moving back to Felix and Hercatch, who are Top 20 guys, basically. But you're looking at what should be an interesting matchup, at least on paper, because uh, Hercatch is a decent favorite at minus 162. Felix is plus 142 the other way. As for the actual spread, Hercatch minus one and a half games is minus 120, and Felix plus one and a half games is even money. For the actual total, it is at 24 and a half. The over is minus 113. The under is minus 107. Felix to win in straight sets is going to be a large price of plus 300, where Hercatch to win in straight sets is at plus 160. Now, we know that Hercatch is uh, pretty, uh, I'd say, I'd say he's pretty accustomed to going to tie breaks because he's been involved in a lot of them so far this, se- this season. I expected at least one breaker in this match. However, that really doesn't mean much because since the total's at 24 and a half, you need a 7-6 and a 7-5 or you need three sets, basically. So the point is, I think you're looking at what should be a pretty entertaining match, which is going to be caught in the... I don't want to say crosshair is not the right word, but it's going to be overlooked by a lot of people because they're going to be so focused on the Sinner Medvedev match that it might overlap that you're looking at a lot of people probably focusing more on that match. And you're going to end up getting the final stages of the Basel match once the Medvedev and Sinner match ends. But it still should be a good contest. And I think what you're looking at should be a good and somewhat even matchup, especially if Felix can look as sharp as he has has so far in this event. Now, Felix has dropped some sets. But he did look very good in the semifinal against Rune. And of course, I mentioned before, he ended up winning the title here last year. So he is definitely going to be accustomed to the courts. And I do think that he's not going to be overwhelmed by the moment because he's won on this exact same court in the exact same situation last year. Now, Hercatch has been fine. He did drop a set to Umber, dropped a set to Greek Spore. So the last two rounds have not been easy, but he has gotten through. For the actual head-to-head matchups, you're looking at Felix being pretty good against uh, Hercatch. They faced off twice on grass, which they ended up splitting in 2022 and 2021. Faced off one time on hardcore in 2019. Felix did win in Miami in straight set, 7-6-6-4. For me, though, the value, I think, is on Felix because, once again, he is the defending champion and he's getting a good price. Hercatch has dropped sets in the last two matches, so maybe fatigue could be an issue. I know Hercatch is a good server, but Felix does have length. And I do think he can get some extra rackets on balls, which should result in a a couple of extra rallies. And I think that Felix is a better rallier than Hercatch, which is the main flaw in his game. Now, at times, Hercatch can be patient and he can wear down his opponents. But most of the time, he tends to want to unload the forehand, try to end points slightly early. And at that 
and he runs the risk, of course, of hitting a bunch of unforced errors. But for me, I think the value is on, on Felix here at plus 142. I think it's a good price. I think Hercat should be a smaller favorite since he has been vulnerable the last couple of matches. I think Hercat should be around minus 120, give or take. But Felix getting plus 142 is a very good deal. I will go with him in the spot. As for the actual total, I don't mind the over. I don't see much value on it, though, at 24 and a half. Over two and a half sets is plus 115. I don't really like it either. I Once again, I've said it before on the show, but I'll say it again. I don't like to take total bets for sets at anything below 120 or 125. Usually 125. I like a little bit of meat on the bone in that actual prop market. But for me, I think the value is going to be on Felix at this current price. But that's going to wrap it up for the actual previews. Now it's time for the Lock and Dog picks. But before continuing that, kind of a quick word from our sponsor. We're brought to you by Unrug Fantasy. Unrug Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Unrug has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time offer, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win 10k each. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over Unrog's mobile app or website, UnrogFantasy.com. And when you sign up, remember to use the promo code SGPN. Unrog will double your first deposit up to $500. It's Unrog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. The NBA is back, and to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgampodcast.com slash NBA dog to, to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA Underdog using our promo code SGPN. And one random winner will get an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgampodcast.com slash NBA dog. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA, NFL, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. Just finished previewing the two championship matches taking place on Sunday. Now it's time for the lock and dog picks. Starting off with the lock, I think I'm just going to go rinse and repeat here with the Medvedev match. I'm going to go with the over in games at 22 games this time instead of 22 and a half at minus 145. Covering is why I'm going to take the over in this one. First reason, the last match, even with Sinner going God mode, still resulted in two tie breaks. So I do think that Medvedev, even when Sinner is on, can make life difficult for him. But you're looking at the last couple of head-to-head matches and all of the seven career meetings were on hard court and if you want to actually go through it each of the last three head-to-head meetings have had a set of at least 12 games in it so you tend to see at least one set be a marathon set like I said the same thing about the Medvedev and Sitsipas preview but the point is it does apply in this case as well now a sinner might be able to win a set here and more because once again he finally was able to beat the guy he was oh for he was oh and six against but Medvedev is still not going to roll over. We know Medvedev is a very tricky player to play against, and I do think that Medvedev, of course, has the goods to beat Sinner as well. But a couple ways to get there. 22 is really not much. A 7-6-6-3 final is a push, which I can gladly take. But 22, I just think, is too low and for what should be a very fun and competitive battle, and I think because of that, this line is a bit off. I find it weird that the Hercatch and 
a Felix uh, match is at 24 and a half, and the Sinner Mevedev match is at 23. I get the argument that her catch is a bit of a tiebreaker magnet, but I think that that total being one and a half games higher than this total is very weird. I think that the Sinner and Mevedev total should at least be 23 and a half. So with that being the case, I think that all of the total games markets are mispriced in this match. So I'm going to go with the over 22 games as my lock. And for my dog, I am going to go to the other match between Hercatch and Felix. You know what? I'm going to do it. Give me the Canadian. I'm going to take Felix on the money line at plus 142. Defending champion, and he has looked very good in this event. He's only dropped one set. Hercatch has gone to three sets in each of the last two matches. He's looked a little bit shaky, and Felix with his length and his... I'd say improving confidence over the last couple of weeks does seem poised to get this done, but I am going to go with the defending champion at a pretty nice plus money price to repeat, and that's going to be my dog for the show. So once again, my lock is going to be on Medvedev and Sinner over 22 games at minus 145, and for my dog, I am going to go with Felix on the money line at plus 142. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. Find me again on a bunch of podcasts with the network. Find me on the NBA show, the MLB show, the NFL show. You get the point. A reminder, by the way, find me on Twitter at Show Radio. And until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone.